Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger, and I am talking today to you about virtual EMDR. EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing, something I've talked about before in articles and in videos. It is really a tremendously powerful, evidence-based, research-backed process to help people overcome past trauma. So if you have any pain in the past, which who doesn't, uh, if you have some traumatic memories that you've been stuck and have been running your life on some level that you may be at least partially aware of or fully aware of, I've been doing this EMDR, I'm a certified EMDR therapist, and I have loved doing it. I'm so happy that I, I've learned that, that I can help people in that way. Uh, in some of the situations that we've been going through as a world right now, uh, we're doing more virtual uh, virtual therapy, I should say. And many of us EMDR therapists learned to uh, be very effective at doing EMDR virtually, which is exciting because uh, we could uh, keep it going and we don't have to wait for environmental situations to change. We can help people now. And I, I just wanted to tell you a little bit first about EMDR how I'm using virtual EMDR uh, during this time. Now, EMDR, eye movement desensitization processing, is basically, it's what's called an adaptive movement processing program, which means that it looks at the brain as an adaptive organ, which it is. Our brain adapts to our environment, and it, uh, it's wonderful at that. However, in traumatic environments or difficult memories, our brain can adapt to that too, and it can create a situation uh, that perpetuates itself. So, for example, if you came from a family where you were abused, your brain adapts to that, and then actually keep attracting the same old thing because you're stuck in it. You're stuck in post-traumatic stress, whether you're aware of it or not. Uh, but the good news is that we, our brains do move towards healing. In most memories, if we have a tough time uh, with something, we move on from it. We don't hold on to it. Uh, just like our body. If I get cut, I, I heal. You know, our body heals, our brain heals. But certain memories are too much for our nervous system, and it gets stuck in a part of our brain called the amygdala. And what the EMDR does is it helps you move on from it. It's an eight-stage process. Step one is when we get a history and we try to understand some of the memories that are contributing to the current themes of problems. For example, I am working with a person now who um, has been struggling with her son who has had a little bit of a failure to launch, even though uh, he's showing some positive signs, but she's very stressed a lot. And it takes up too much of her energy and too much of her power. Um, and so I've helped her. Actually, we've helped her very successfully. We've actually finished with her, uh, where what we did was we started to focus on the, the feelings and the issues that she has now, but we traced it back. We went backwards, which is what we do in step one. And we found 
a memory when she was seven, and just one of several, but one in particular, when her father was sick, and suddenly it was her role at seven years old to manage everybody's feelings, everybody's emotions. It, it was when she started to learn that my feelings don't matter, I have to take care of everybody else. So in uh, step two, we help with resources. I'm not going to go into all that detail now. In step three, what we did is focus on that memory and get a reading of where she's at, how much it bothers her now, even thinking about that memory when she was seven at her age at 70. But it, it, it was, there was pain there. In step four is when we do bilateral stimulate. Now, if you're in my office, I might do eye movements where I go back and forth and you follow my, your, my fingers and your eyes go back and forth. That is the same thing that happens during REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep, where I start back and forth and we move, uh, we repair. What we're doing is repairing memories and feelings from the past day or maybe from even before that. And so we would do that or we do something I have called tappers where you can hold it in your hand and it vibrates because it's a kinesthetic relation. So this bilateral stimulation, however you do it, begins to create the associations you want and break the associations you don't want. Because the brain is adaptive and it wants to move towards healing, this bilateral stimulation seems to stimulate the traumatic memory to be processed just like you would non-traumatic memory which we do all the time. So what has been plaguing us, suddenly we're, we have relief from it. So that, that's really what, uh, what happens. Now with virtual EMDR, we had to be a little more adaptive. There are a variety of things we could do. Uh, there can be a, uh, there's technology where you can have a little spot on the screen that goes back and forth. I tend to do what we call butterfly taps, where I'm doing this with them in rapport with the, my client. And that tap, as we're processing this memory, uh, begins to process it. So I know it seems a little wacky, maybe a little weird, but the research is behind it. It just seems to really accelerate healing. Step five is when we install a positive belief, as well as six, we do more with it. And then seven, we close it down. Eight, we check the next week to see, are you still good? If you are, we've healed that memory. If not, we process it a little more. Very effective, very fast. So this one lady... What we did is we helped her when we processed and helped that little seven-year-old girl find a way out of that uh, traumatic memory and to notice uh, her brain just went right to how to heal from it. Uh, I had to do a whole lot with her. And she was able to bring it back to current time. Since then, it was very fast. It was actually one session. It's not always one session. I don't want you to hold me to that. But one session she just felt totally different about her relationship with her son and the stress level went way down. And uh, she still cares a lot. She's still active, but she doesn't have all that stress. So that's one example. Another example, uh, I just wrote down a few things. Um, I helped a person who had been acting out an addiction to make up for the lack of attention. Now, I'm not saying there's only one reason why a person has an addiction, but we traced it to this lack of attention that addiction, which we call the love addiction, is a way to get attention. So we're still in the process with him, but we will make quick headway with him because this virtual EMDR as well as face-to-face EMDR really, really works. So he is going to be able to heal from that little boy, also about seven years old, who has a particular memory, and there's several also, that 
where he wasn't getting some important attention from his mom. And that was So this was one symbolic memory that may have led to some of his acting out and his addiction to make up for that little boy part that never got attention. Uh, I've, I've uh, also been helping a woman overcome uh, this, this uh, program that she has of, of taking – her thing is if I take care of me, something bad will happen. So what we did is we traced this feeling back to when she was six and molested and threatened by the molester that if you tell your mother, I'll tell her. That's pretty powerful stuff that has stayed with her. And that was setting the internal thermostat to like, I can't take care of me. Someone's going to get really hurt. This is not a conscious decision that people make. It's an adaptive information program. With the virtual EMDR, in this case, we're able to help her come free so that ultimately she will start to she'll break that link between if I help myself or I take care of me, something bad's going to happen. So that now she's free to take care of herself get out of the toxic relationship that she is in, and ultimately just feel better emotionally and physically. So this is great stuff. If you know of anyone, including yourselves, that uh, want help from it, feel free to contact me. You could Facebook message me. You could email me at Todd at ToddKrieger.com, T-O-D-D at T-O-D-D-C-R-E-A-G-E-R.com. And I will respond to you and see what's the best way to help you out or anybody that you know that could be helped by this very powerful, phenomenal process that can liberate people from their past so that they can be all that they really are. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show. 